welcome to this week's episode of Vloggers and Lies! <laughs> Apologies to our audio listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. <laughs> I actually had someone complain about <laughs> really? that time, episode 10, when I screamed at the beginning. I know exactly the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so sorry about that, but you know, we need to think of new ways to bring the energy to the beginning of this podcast. But hi guys, and welcome to episode 14 of the Larger Than Life podcast. Episode 14, it's nuts, it's crazy. We are only five episodes away, did you know, from being in the top percentile of podcasters. Oh, I saw this statistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you lot think we're shit. <laughs> we hear you, we see the comments. <laughs> but factually, we're not. Almost not. We just need to get to episode 21. Six away from being not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exciting, exciting stuff. But yeah, no, welcome. Um, let's just dive straight into let's it. Let's dive straight into it. Um, so we always start off Larger Than Life with our beer of the week. Yes. And what um, have we got this week, Rory? So today we've got a East London Brewing Company Pale Ale. Ooh. Ooh. It's a 4%. I think I might be wrong, but it might be a pale ale. <laughs> Uh, for our audio listeners um, I'm sure you really care about you know what it looks like Uh, it's a pretty boring logo actually it's a what is that like a park a fence there's a bit of turquoise branding it's pretty minimal Um, but yeah Sarav Let's crack this open. Let's crack it open. Let's crack it open. Sorry, I'm also, joking. Sorry, have you, have you put this in the fridge? Because this is cold as fuck. Yeah, this might yeah. be the coldest beer we've ever had oh, it's on the pod. Oh, this is great. Especially after last week's disaster. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah, Jesus. The one that you claimed grew on you. But I think you were just getting progressively more drunk. The, um, <laughs> what was it called? The Broken Dream. Oh, fuck. You know, that, that, the Broken Dream broke me. <laughs> yeah, 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 that broke my dreams. Uh, let's hope this is an improvement on last week's beer. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. For starters, sorry, the reason I was looking at this so profusely is because it says it's 330 milliliters. But I don't think that's true because on the label... Where it says 300. Yeah, there's no way this fucking bottle's 330. So, Why does it say that? On the label, where it also says 330 milliliters, it also says, see the base of can for best before date. So I think this might that is be wild. a label stock on cans because cans are 330. It kind of is the size of a can, actually. If you look at the, 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 that, sticker, the label, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good spot. Thank you. Do you know what? You've always had a great attention to detail. <laughs> <laughs> but, so I'm concerned. Sorry to call you out, East London Brewing Company, but you know you need to get your sort advertising. your branding out, yeah, right? Yeah. And you know what? We'll big you guys up again if you send us some free beers. I've not even had a sip yet, but I already know it's going to be docked a couple of points for that. <laughs> branding is key, okay? Yeah. And the quicker you realise that, the better. All right. Oh, sorry. Do you do you work in PR? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's more marketing, but you know, uh, most people think they're the same thing. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, let's uh, let's let's crack, crack this open. open. Sorry. The I've got a good feeling about this beer. I don't know why. I just there's something about it. You know why? Why? It's pale ale. Because last week's was so yeah, fucking yeah, dreadful, yeah. and we know that we're both suckers for pale ale these days. Also, just to clarify, Sarah and I actually did have a couple of beers before um, before this episode started. So yeah, we're, yeah, we're just might know, be a bit looser than normal. A bit looser than normal. But um, yeah, I actually had a I actually had a pint at lunch today as well. Did you? Yeah, yeah, naughty boy. That was. That was IPA. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, let's uh, let's add one more to your tally of the day. Let's, go let's, for let's, it. Get, let's dive in. Cheers, bro. Cheers, mate. To episode 14. Episode 14. Ooh, ooh. Oh, I don't... I might have to... I might have another sip of that. Yes. That's... What do we know about this beer, Rory? So, the description of um, the East London Brewing Company Pale Ale is 
Our best-selling Session Pale Ale has a subtle bitterness which leads to a crisp, refreshing finish. The addition of the Boldeck hops in the again that's just I don't think that's a word. The addition of the Boldeck hops in the fermenter imparts floral and citrus aromas. I can't lie, genuinely, genuinely. That was a weird. Burp. That was a weird noise. <laughs> I heard that. Yeah, <laughs> genuinely, Rory, I was tasted the, the Fuck lemon. Off, did you taste? No, that, no, really? I did. I tasted the citrus. You're telling me say. that you, you tasted the addition of Bodek hops in the fermenter, no, nothing with a floral and citrus aroma. The floral and citrus thing, I kind of yeah. tasted because it didn't quite taste sweet, but it almost did. I'm there's something. Up, I've I've never been this divided on a beer on on the, in the whole show. Smell it, man! It smells like weird. There's something slightly odd about this beer, and it's not just the branding. There's something weird about the taste. It kind of. Do you know what I mean? Like even no, genuinely smell it, and I'll tell you what it smells like after you smell it. Oh, that's that's not a good smell. It smells like what you'd expect sweet piss to smell like. I see that. I really you see what see, I mean. No, 100%. It genuinely that, that... smells a little bit like urine. I'm I like, know my way around a puddle of piss. I notice Rory's a cheap laugh, so when I make my dad jokes, he laughs. He didn't laugh that time. He's being serious. <laughs> no, genuinely. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm such a cheap laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I picked you to do the voice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll laugh at my shit jokes. Yeah, get him on. <laughs> um, I, I don't know, man. I'm... Okay, one more sip. Sorry, this is really boring for you guys. One more sip. I don't like it. I'm going four. I'm getting it a four. Really? I wouldn't. I would. If I ordered that, in a, okay, I've got to. You got to see it. Is when you're in a pub and you ordered a pint of that, not not 330 milliliters, even though that's definitely not 330 milliliters. If you ordered a pint of that, would you be happy? I don't think I would be. They take the taste. There's too much going on. It like, mm. do you know what I mean? When I see like floral and citrus aromas, I think, oh, that's gonna be really nice. That's my kind of vibe. That is not it. Yeah, I know what you mean, actually, man. It's like the aftertaste. It's the aftertaste, exactly, man. It's the after. It's, it's just, almost oh, nice. It's almost there. It just needs to like dial back, dial back it, dial it back in a bit, you know. Um, so yeah, I'm giving it. I'm giving giving it a four. I'm gonna agree with you, man. Yeah, yeah, four, four. All right, East London Brewing Company Pale Ale. S 2011 Pale Ale, you get a four out of ten on the yeah, mark of the yeah, knife ratings. Um, Do better, know, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And maybe if you advertised it right, we would have been in a better mood before trying this. But that's really on you guys. Sort your shit out. Sort your shit out, and uh, yeah, maybe we'll review it again. Um, Saraf, mm. we there's some big news this week. There has been some big news. Um, I firstly want to ask you a question. Mm. Are you a Potterhead? Do you like Harry Potter? Fire like Potterhead. <laughs> a Potterhead. A po- Potterhead. Do I like Harry Potter? Yes. Fucking love Harry Potter. I love that from you. But before you get into it, some people might say I'm a fraud. Go on. I haven't read the books. I don't think that means you're. I, I, that's fine. I, yeah. I mean, I've read like half of the books. I think I like. I've read the. I've read the fourth one. The sixth one, the seventh one, and maybe the first one, but I've not read all of them. What? I dipped in and out. I don't know. Like no, my I brother, my, I remember my brother and si- my older brother and sister always reading them, and I would just like pick up the odd one and I'd read it. But like, I've, I've definitely not read all of them, and I've only read them once. So, but but you you, you didn't even read them chronologically. You just kind of no. I just di- for me, my entry point to Harry Potter was the films. Okay, yeah, same, dude. Mm-hmm. I was I remember I was like six years old. Probably one of the earliest films I remember watching at the cinema. 
was Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. No way. You remember I'm pretty, that? That's I'm pretty awesome. sure I remember. And actually, weirdly enough, it was quite a long film. I think it's like two hours and 40 minutes. I remember the cinema I watched it, there was a fucking intermission. No way. Now, that's when you know it. That's when you know I'm old. Because like, there was a fucking intermission at halfway through. Mad. Which is pretty wild. But yeah, um, yeah, my entry point to Harry Potter was the films. And I think off the back of that, I was, oh, I wonder what happens in the next one. I'll read the books. Mm. And that's what sort of made me read the rest of them. See, I remember watching that film on VHS. The VHS. video cassette. I miss VHS, man. I don't. No <laughs> fucking best, dude. That like sort of shit grainy quality. Like it was just cool. Yeah, the and shit you, grainy and the, the physical aspect of just like putting it in and then like you have to fast forward it. You have to fucking sit there for, you know, 10 minutes while, you, while your thing yeah, fast yeah, forwarding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you'd fast forward too far ahead it to go back. Yeah, yeah, I miss yeah, that yeah, shit, yeah, dude. Yeah. Now, to be fair, it was kind of cool. It's it is kind of cool. cool I've got a few at home. I still might have that Harry Potter. Bro, let's do, let's let's. That's a motive. What, let's watch fucking, the VHS. I'm not. I don't. I don't want that HD shit. I want. I want the nasty VHS stuff. <laughs> it's basically the equivalent of like listening to a song on vinyl. No, it's not. <laughs> it kind of is. No, it's not at all. It kind of is. Bro, vinyl. Um, actually, it's got that film film grain that gives it a more authentic look. Okay, you know? no, no, basically no, no, the same no, thing. No, what no. vinyl Hold. fans say. Stop right there, okay? Because there's a distinctive difference between vinyl and the music we listen to now. Vinyl is on analog. It's analog audio, whereas digital, sorry, MP3 and stuff is digital. So it's completely different sound. Completely different sound. Have you listened to much vinyl? I've listened to the odd bit. Okay, Bob. If you listen to it, not on one of these new, like you need to listen to it on like a proper one with like which plugs into speakers, and you will be able to hear like the layering of the music. Really? It's, that's the only way I can describe it. I listened to like some Queen on it and I was astounded. Really? By... Are you sure that's not your brain telling yourself, well, I've, I've just paid £20 for this vinyl. For this vinyl. It wasn't yes. mine. And I've also paid another £200 for this vinyl player. And if I'm going to put this much money into it, of course I'm going to notice the, the, the higher fidelity of this, of this music. No, 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 no. I've always been sceptical of vinyl fans. I don't know. There's something about it. No. I, I don't trust it. No, no, no. Listen, I do think that some people maybe don't appreciate it. I don't think I'm going to go and particularly expand a huge vinyl collection at the moment my cousin restored his dad's old vinyl player no way and had all of his dad's vinyls his dad's vinyl collection is incredible it's like from the 60s and 70s like era of music and bro like just you know don't get me wrong i think a lot of the music that was probably produced now wouldn't necessarily sound that much different on vinyl and the reason why is because of the way it's recorded. In in the old days, correct me if I'm wrong, you're more of a music head than I am, but like they recorded literally layer on top of layer on top of layer. They sort of did it all separately, right? I'm actually not too sure. If I'm completely honest, I'm not too sure. They might have even done it all together. I'm not too sure. Oh, really? Okay. I like to be honest, I'm actually not too, I'm really not too sure. But in terms of like the software and stuff like that and how they actually did it. Different sound. Completely different, completely different. So the like methodology. So yeah, but vinyl... And MP3, you can't compare that to VHS <laughs> and streaming, for example. You can't. I'm, I'm convinced there's some twat out there who just who, who plays his. He's got a massive collection of VHS, and he is just dying on that hill of being like, 
oh no, no it's better quality <laughs> oh no, no 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 there's no way but Joe, he's only saying that because he's got 1000 vhs copies on his on his shelves um but yeah, but yeah i would i'd love to watch another vhs one day okay you know, fine for the, the nostalgic experience you know what i mean alas we've sidetracked we have sidetracked sorry but let me let me get into it right yeah. so i asked you are you a pothead the reason is it's because some big big news came out mm. this week um so warner brothers um had their big uh new unveiling of their rebranding of their hbo max platform and uh, it was originally called HBO Max. And guess what it's called now? Max. <laughs> <laughs> so they basically removed the HBO part of it. And now it's just called Max. Which is a, a stupid change of name. Because all you're doing is removing the, the, the part the, the with branding. value. Because like HBO, we think of HBO, you think of high quality. Again, we're going on a tangent again. But you think of high quality branding. You think of prestige drama shows. You think of high budget TV. You think of like incredible television like Game of Thrones, Sopranos you know white lotus right and you just take away the hbo so now it's called max what the fuck does that mean anyway that's a sidebar hbo max they had this big um this big uh press conference right and they announced that the harry harry potter franchise is going to live on but it's going to be a tv show and it's going to be a reboot of the original of the original films but listen it's going to have 10 episodes per season right and each season is going to accurately adapt the books. So all the gaps that might have, they might have all the all the plot points they might have missed out in the films because of time, they're going to adapt those. So it's going to be a new cast. It's going to go on for they they're planning ten seasons of this, right? So clearly they're going to split some of the books in half. Um, and people are divided on it, Saraf. So first of all, I want to get your opinion. Right now, you hear the news they're recasting Harry Potter. They're doing they're making it into a TV show. What's your gut instinct? What do okay. you feel? Here's the first thing I'm going to say. And you're not going to believe me. I fucking called it. When I was younger, really? I called the fact they're going to re- remake Harry Potter. And I think it was around the time they started remaking with the Disney films. I thought to myself, and I think I said to my like mum and my sisters, I said they're going to remake Harry Potter. I said at some point they're going to. Of course they are. Of course it's, too, some it's point. too successful not to remake of, it. Exactly. Like everything else yeah. has been remade. They've got to remake it because it's the only way that the, like it's going to stay culturally yeah. relevant. Do you, do you, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like it was an, it was an obvious thing for me. The fact that it's going to be a TV show. Skeptical. Agreed. I'm more skeptical about that. Harry Potter has a very nostalgic place in my heart. And my childhood. Yeah. It was the childhood. It was amazing i loved it i loved it so much the fantasy was incredible and i loved as it went on, like you saw the characters grow up i mm. thought that this the, what i loved about the harry potter films is the films matured with the audience oh yeah so the first two films right kids films children's films right they're whimsical you know shit kids child actors but you don't care because it's charming right you get to the third film you get to the fourth, fourth film especially it's like the directors were like okay we're going to step this up a notch the kid actors, they got better, right? The storylines, they got darker. And it's as if, like, the kids who are reading it got to the age of, you know, 15, 14, 15, 16, where they're looking for slightly darker stories. And the, that's, why, that's why Harry Potter is so successful. is because mm. the series ad- adapted with it. And that's why I think the films are great. is because you can notice the, ch- the shift in tone across the eight oh, films. Oh, wow. What, what a great point to make. And that's absolutely so true. How much darker each film got from the mm. last... You're compare right. compare the Philosopher's Stone 
the part two of the Deathly Hallows. It's like it's a different fucking yeah franchise completely. But when you're watching, if you ever like marathon them, or you, you know over like Christmas or something, it's seamless. Like you're not you don't notice like the, sh- the sudden shift in tone, but it does it so gradually, and that's why those films are fucking timeless, and that's why you shouldn't fucking reboot them. Mm. However, go on. Oh. However, think about what technology and graphics can do now i i think the harry potter films are timeless and i don't think yes don't get me wrong some of the cgi you know dobby the house elf in the second film maybe some of the quidditch scenes the green screen's a bit wonky but ultimately what made those original films timeless and that's why why people still watch them today is because hogwarts for example they use miniatures they didn't just use a green screen they use like actual miniatures and they filmed around it and that's what gives it that sort of real feeling um I don't think like updating the CGI is going to make make the TV show any more special than the films. Mm. And also do you not do you not think Sarav ultimately you've got the perfect adaptation of a film in the Philosopher's Stone, right? Yeah. What fucking difference is it going to what what else are you going to add, right? Apart from appeasing the book fans, what else are you going to add by stretching out a two and a half hour film across 10 hours? No one wants to see that. It's been done perfectly. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, I actually think you might be right there. And I don't know. Do you think it would make it more dramatic? I actually think, if anything, they might over-dramatise it. Mm. The original films had, like, as you said, whimsy, some jokes, some comedy, some relatable stuff. Are they going to dramatise it too much? I don't know. Is it going to become one of those, like, teen, like, things where teen they, angst. like... Yeah, like, where they, like, have, like, sexual scenes and oh. shit with, like, Ron and Riverdale, Pine, but like, with lip. magic. Yeah, <laughs> do you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know what they're going to do to it. You've got to have some trust in HBO. Can I, can I tell you what? If I was the head of HBO, here's what I would do, right? You get all the... You get... I think the reason this announcement's come out is because Hogwarts Legacy despite all the controversy with J.K. Rowling, has done so well. It's broken video game records, right? And it's shown the studio execs at Warner Brothers, wow, this franchise can make a lot of money, right? There's People still fucking love this franchise like they did 10, 15 years ago, right? What I would do, I would get all the, all the money you possibly can. I would go to Rupert Grint's house, Emma Watson and Daniel Radcliffe. I'd offer them all the money you possibly can and say, come back for a 20-year, you know, a, a, a sequel set 20 years after the original series, offer them all the money in the world and say, listen, come back, we'll give you all of this, we'll give you producer credits, we'll give you, you know, a cut of the profits, right? Uh, and then what you do, you do a, um, on, do you watch, have you seen Star Wars? Um, so The Force Awakens that came out, one of the highest grossing films of all time. It made something, it made over $2 billion at the box office, right? What did that do? It brought back the original cast of, um, Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, um, from the original trilogy, it brought them in, but then it had a new cast of characters, right? All you do is exactly the same th- exactly the same formula with, with Harry Potter. You said it 20 years later, you follow the main cast from the original films, but then you also follow their kids who are also going through Hogwarts, right? So you get that, you still get that nostalgic feeling of being in Hogwarts, being a student, that sort of that feeling you got when you first watched the Philosopher's Stone, but then you also get the sort of the fan service payoff. Of having the original three together again, no, you're... and they've they've completely fun with that. I pro- honestly, Sarah, I promise you, if they made that film and it got announced, 
Three billion dollars in the box office, easy. I three. They would get all the money. I agree with you, Rory. I completely agree with you. One thing I was going to say a bit earlier was they didn't remake Star Wars. They, it, it's what it's what's known as a requel, where it's a sort of it's a soft reboot, but you're still keeping the old continuity of the previous films. Yeah. So you're not upsetting the you're not you're basically pleasing everyone. You're letting a whole new generation of people watch. Like get into this franchise, but then you're still pleasing all the old heads who were into Star Wars in the 1980s. You do exactly the same thing with Harry Potter, and you make billions and billions of dollars. Mm. Yeah, because they didn't remake Star Wars, and even though Episode Four, Five, and Six, the tech one shit was like terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, obviously, at the time, it was ahead mm. of its time. Planet of the Apes. They didn't remake it. The thing, I think the storyline is different. They didn't really remake it, but it's so it's set so far beforehand that it kind of works in continuity. Exactly. Same thing with Jurassic Jurassic Park. So Jurassic Park, they did the Jurassic World films, and then on the third film of the Jurassic World franchise, they what do they do? They brought back the original cast of the original Jurassic Park film. Yeah, and, and they brought them in. And, and it made it made over a billion dollars, and it was a shit film. And we already know that. Harry and Jenny and Ron and mm-hmm. Hermione had kids because they exactly. showed it at the end. It, of, they set themselves up for a fucking requel. Sarah, it writes itself. Genuinely. Like, it writes itself. And it, it, it's an easy, it's an easy two, three billion dollar <sighs> film. And I just don't know why they're not doing it. All right, like, here's what you, can't, I think you, don't, you will not make as much money doing a streaming. Like, it's been proven. Like, yeah. streaming isn't making as much money that studios think it does. People have realized, oh shit, actually pumping all this money into TV shows, it's not making as much money as it does when you, you know, release like a Top Gun Maverick. That's another recall. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> as, as I'm on it, Top Gun Maverick. It keeps the original continuity. What does that make? Yeah. Fucking one point something billion dollars. All right, here's what happened. And I reckon this is what happened. Go on. Rupert Grant, uh, Emma Watson, and uh, Daniel Radcliffe. I reckon they didn't want to do it. Saraf? I think you're 100% right. And I think, you know what I said? Like, oh yeah, go out to the house, offer them all the money in the world. I think they were offered I think hun- they were. hundreds, of, like a hundred million. I reckon they were offered so much money. And I think because of all the all the original cast, they've completely broken themselves up and want to separate themselves away from J.K. Yeah. Rowling. Because of all the controversy of her talking about the trans community, um, I think they were offered loads of money. And that was their original plan, was to do a recall in the style of The Force Awakens, mm. right? And I think, they offered them all this money and all three of them in, in unison just said, no, not interested. Yeah, I, I completely agree because, and I don't necessarily think it's because of J.K. Rowling. I do probably think that has some part. I think it's, I think it's the whole part of it. Do you think? I think so. I think money, if, 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 the, if the controversy wasn't there, they'd, they'd, they'd do it in a second. No, man. I think it's also the happiness because they became famous. They were child stars and like that became their whole life. And they've had to work really hard did, yeah. to break out of that. So Daniel Radcliffe has since done films. He's been in some was, interesting films. Yeah, actually. he's yeah. actually, he's a great actor. I think of the three of them, surprisingly, of the three of them, I think he's done the best to break away from that mould of, of the character of Harry Potter. Yeah, because Emma Watson's done a few films as well. Has Rupert Grint? Rupert Grint, not so much. He's been in some films, but he's actually been more bigger in the TV space. Has he? Yeah, I think he was in, uh, I think they did like a, re- like a TV remake of Snatch, I think. And they also did a um, M Night Shyamalan did like something called. Oh, what was it called? Anyway, it doesn't matter. But yeah, he's been fairly big in the TV space. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So I think that's that's another reason why it didn't happen. I think being a childhood star is hard, mm. and I think it probably in some ways. I'm not saying they regret it, 
but it might feel like to them like maybe it wasn't they didn't know what they were signing up for yeah it was it's a, it was a mammoth of a franchise mm. and i think they committed themselves to eight films and they grew up on on film yeah just fundamentally is, changed their life exactly it probably is like took up about half of their lives and in fact defined who they are so, but yeah 100 percent, because their childhood and developmental years would have been on set and then in press conferences and then on set again and in press conferences and back which is exhausting exhausting when you're in that you're in that year two yearly cycle fuck me Bro, that's tough and they had it for fucking eight years mm. it for them think about the succession at which the harry potter films came out it was just one after the other other after the other after the other they didn't really have time to get away they became all those characters yeah. I think they probably did they had enough no matter how much money mm. I don't think it could buy their happiness yeah I think. do you know what I think is going to happen this is a really well I've got nothing to base this off but my prediction is they are going to do this Harry Potter TV show I think it's going to be a fucking disaster I think it's going to be very similar to the Amazon Lord of the Rings show where gets loads of people watch the first few episodes and I think no one's going to finish that first season. It's going to have such a such a low finishing rate. And I think that show's going to slowly die, maybe by the third, fourth season. Uh, it's going to slowly die. And then I think what will happen, probably 10 years away, they're going to manage to get the original cast back. And then they're going to abandon the TV show continuity. I'm going to pick up where the original films left off. That's what's going to happen. Okay. I, I, I don't think that's a bad shout. And yeah. I was going to say... Sorry, I was gonna say that I think that yeah, if it if it sucks, this whole ten season thing is gonna go out the window as well. That's what I was gonna say. Ten, no, no, like you've just got. I know I've just, I've, I'm beating this, beating you over the head with this, but like you've got eight, you've got actually one of the most consistent film franchises of all time. There were no misses. Like there was no misses. Like, do you know what? There might be like one, but maybe the sixth one was like okay. Yeah. Right? But there's no bad films out of eight films. That's fucking unprecedented. Like. They're all really good films, right? In their own different right, right? Why would you fucking check? Why would you reboot it? No one wants to watch a 10-hour version of a two and a half hour film. All you're doing is like adding in scenes that don't need to fucking be Trust there. Or, like or what they're going to do is add in storylines that do not need to be there because they need to pad the time out. It's, it's a fucking shit show and I have no idea why we're yeah, doing this. Yeah, we're just adding dialogue and like... It's going to be awful, dude. They're going to add in so much shit into those into the oh. and what's jokes as well is that like firstly 10 seasons oh, 10 ep- 10 episodes for Dude, season. be like fucking 40 <laughs> it's like okay i haven't read the books but look at the books yeah the first book is fucking short it's so short yeah. it's, so, yes. it's, a sh- it's basically a short story oh. and you got the second book which is also short i think the third book is pretty long fourth fourth is, is when it gets fat fat i remember as a kid being like yeah, that's manageable. That's manageable. That's manageable. Fourth book, you know, fuck that shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. too long. Exactly. So at least make it consistent with like the that's fucking books much, as well. Dude. Like, yeah. yeah I love it. Also, the pressure. So uh, the last point we said is the pressure of the cast who play Hermione, Ron, and Harry. Because like, not only do you have to please the book fans who have a certain image in their head of who those characters are, mm. but you've also got to please the fans like us who are mostly into the films. Dude, like that's so that's too much pressure to yeah, put on the kids. Agreed. At, le- at least with um Daniel Radcliffe and Emma Watson and Rupert Grint, they were just having to please the book fans. Now you've got to please a whole new read like legion of of people who've grew up on the films. Yeah, I and that is it's gonna be a shit show. I, I know it's gonna be a shit show. Yeah, because that's the entirety of like that's like half of Gen Z. Or yeah. pretty much all of Gen Z 
and all the generation Y, all the millennials as well. That's crazy. That is that is mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, anyway, yeah. that was a good that was a good discussion. So I'm, do you know what? I, I I was looking forward to addressing that as a topic because I just wanted to get something off. No, that was a good I'm discussion. We vented there, Sarah. Yeah. I love it. Great discussion. Um, so Sarah, our next um news of the week is mm. this is wild. So mm. um, there was a snooker match between <laughs> Robert Milkins and Joe Perry. Yeah. Um, and play was disrupted at the World Championships after a protester climbed onto a table hmm. onto the snooker table and covered it in orange powder yeah right? saw this another protester then tried to glue herself to the table um where mark allen and fan zahengi apologies if i pronounced that wrong were playing but then was stopped by the referee oliver martil um and yeah so the man and woman have both been arrested by the yorkshire the south yorkshire police uh, and the protesters were apparently wearing um, Just Stop Oil t-shirts um, and apparently Just Stop Oil have claimed responsibility for the disruption. Right, let's talk about this, Rory. Really, let's, let's dive in it quickly. I'm sure we're both going to agree here. Now listen, I obviously am, I believe in climate change, <laughs> right? I'm not one of those conspiracies. Oh, that's good, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> I believe in trying to opt for more sustainability. Yeah, I'll recycle. Yeah, I'll recycle. I'll drink oat milk. Exactly. <laughs> I don't. But <laughs> yeah, so I believe in trying to um, promote sustainability and all of that. I do believe in that. However, leave it out. Oh, come like, on. Leave it out. Come also, on. What's snooker done wrong? Trust me. Why is it? Why are they targeting the snooker players? I think the thing that really upsets me is that the Just Stop Oil protesters, you know, even when they do the protests in London, they don't go and disrupt the big corps, they fuck up like small businesses throwing paint on their windows. They do stuff like this. Yeah, people are talking about you, but you just look like a dick. Like if you went and threw paint on like, okay, like, I don't know, like Tesco's windows or some shit, then like, fair enough. I think I'd rate that more. Mm. But to go and, okay, firstly, who the fuck watches snooker? No one watches snooker. You're not getting any eyes. (laughs) Yeah. Like, dude, Go to the do do a Premier League match. Yeah, Why yeah, yeah. Like, go do this shit somewhere else where there's actually more. Uh, what, you know, 120 people realize. Oh, maybe I should stop stop using oil. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Idiot. Trust. And what, like, what do you think you're achieving by doing this? Seeing you guys go and do this shit does not make me want to take any action. I know that's all, sorry if that's offensive to anyone. No, it doesn't make say me, with your chest. It out. doesn't make me want to do anything more than I want to do it already. Do you know what I mean? That doesn't make me think they got a point there. <laughs> oh shit! Snooker got disrupted. Fuck! Oh no! Oh, they ruined my snooker. I need Sundays. to become a vegan now. Like, yeah. No, doesn't happen. That, that's not going to happen, right? So I don't know what you're trying to achieve. I think it's the same with Extinction Rebellion. Like, do you know what? If I see people on the streets peacefully protesting with their with their um. You know, peacefully protesting with their little picket signs and all that sort of stuff. What, like, but then if you glue yourself to, like, the road and you cause massive congestion, dude, that's just going to, like, make me not want to recycle. <laughs> Trust me. If you want I people to support your organisation, you've got to think about better ways of disrupting people that doesn't affect the masses. Now, snooker game, kind you're of You're disrupting the minority. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair. Kind of jokes. Yeah. But if you're, tar- if you're targeting... 
if you're making other people victims in what you're doing who are undeserving, you're not going to get my support. Yeah. And I think that's basically what I'm trying to say. Completely if, agree. If you're victimizing those who don't deserve it, sorry, then you're you're like you're just you're just being a nuisance. You're just a vandal. Yeah. You're just a fucking yeah. exactly. Completely so, agree. Yeah. Um but yeah, I'm, apologies to the the snooker players out there. Mm. I hope you'll I hope you've recovered from all this. Yeah. Um sorry, we've got another bit of news. Mm. So a former contestant <laughs> on Big Brother Spain has been sentenced to 15 months in prison. Yeah. For sexually nice. a burp there. Nice. So has been sentenced to 15 months in prison for sexually assaulting a fellow contestant on the show. Um, Jose Maria Lopez uh, assaulted a female participant on the reality TV show in 2017 after an alcohol-fueled party. The footage was never aired and Lopez was kicked off the show after the attack. The judge said Lopez was driven by a lustful impulse and knew the victim was in a drunken stupor. Jesus fucking Christ. I did not know anything about this before reading this. Like, on the show? Like, also, since when in Big Brother did they just ply their contestants with booze? That's why. Did that, does that happen in the UK one? I don't know. In Love Island, apparently you're restricted to like one or two, two drinks, drinks or yeah. something like that. I think apparently early seasons of Love Island used to fucking sort them out with drink. Like they used to give them so much booze and that's why the, fu- the arguments and the fights were way more... Right, that's way more entertaining. You should give booze. Yeah, yeah. And they used to be able to smoke as well. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, that. Yeah. That, when I'd, they banned I'd that. smoked so much Trust I was on me. Love Island. There's nothing to do. That's what they said. They said a lot of people who didn't even smoke just started smoking because there was nothing to do. There's something to do, yeah. That would be me. <laughs> oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. And now they limit them so you can only go outside one time. I'd be time. going through three elf bars a day. And you have to <laughs> declare if you want to vape before. If you vape before, so they could let you out to vape. Otherwise, oh really? You may as well just say yes, just so if you get bored down the line. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you have to um, go and ask for a vape break and shit. But okay, yeah, on the show, wild, stupid. Don't, okay, first, okay, let's get what first things first. Don't sexually assault anyone. Yeah, like that's just the baseline that's level. The baseline. The baseline level of to just be a good human. Yeah, is just yeah, don't yeah. Do that. just, that's. that's that's okay. That's going to be the underlying thing for everything else I'm going to say. Don't do that ever. There's never a yeah. situation where that's okay. Don't do it. That, that's underlying. But on the show as well, like, are you a fucking. Like, I don't know. Like, you're just like fucking dumb. Like, you got how you think you could potentially get away with doing something. You're literally like that. being filmed on camera and it's being broadcast to fucking. The whole country, the whole of Spain. Yeah. What's wrong? What, like, what is wrong with you? You're just, you're literally just incriminating yourself in front of so many people. So you're a moron as well as a creep. It's awful. awful. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Apparently he's been, I read somewhere he's not, um, apparently he's been, he's, he said he's been sentenced to 15 months in prison, but he's not going to serve any time in jail. I think it might be a suspended sentence or something, but it's just absolutely ridiculous. Honestly. Like, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Like, what do you think is going to happen? Exactly. No, I completely agree. The fact that you thought that you would be able to get away with that or just do pull off some shit like that is just, like, you're not getting a long enough sentence, in my opinion. Absolutely. Completely agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's not, I'm not saying that just because you did it on Celebrity Big Brother, but, like, if there's clear evidence that you did something like that, then absolutely not. The fact he's doing it on live TV shows that he just doesn't. He thinks that what he's doing is okay. 
And that, that's, that's the worst part. He should be given another fucking five years just yeah. for the fact of he did it on live TV and he thinks that's acceptable. Yeah, you need reform, mate. You actually need reform. Reform that man. Reform him. Reform him. Um, so, Sarah, our next bit of news. Mm. This is, this, like, I saw a video of this on TikTok. This blew my fucking mind, right? So, uh, BMX rider Chris Kyle um, performed tri- like BMX tricks on a floating skate park 2,000 feet in the air, right? So it was sponsored by Red Bull. And they basically had this like massive hot air balloon that was floating in the sky. And he's there literally doing tricks in this fucking skate park. It was absolutely insane. I, I don't know who the fuck thought about this. Um, yeah, the balloon set off from Charlton Park Estate in Wiltshire and flew about 30 miles over the Cotswolds before touching down. And meanwhile, Chris Carl's just fucking doing flips, doing bike tricks, literally 2,000 feet in the air. It was absolutely crazy. I think, like, you Red Bull daredevils are just, honestly, so much admiration. But, like, something is wrong with you. 100%. Like, something is inherently wrong with you for you to have the ability to do that because that is dangerous enough as it is without being suspended 2,000. You obviously... Nah, adrenaline junkie is one thing, but then that is genuine risk to life. How is that shit allowed? Apparently he um he got on a hot air balloon, it took off, they were two thousand feet in the air, and he looked down on the edge, like over the edge, down to the ground above the Cotswolds and thought to myself, Wow, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. I'll take this to the grave, is what he said. And then he was just there just doing tricks. What a fucking nutcase. <laughs> now, that's a legend, though. That's like, hard do, as like, nails. I th- do, you, do you think these people are just born with that fearless bone in that body, in their body? Like, I don't know, any sane person would just think, this is just not... Why the fuck would I do this? I think willpower can overcome it. You reckon? You, yeah. think it's, you, think, you think they're just mentally strong that they can do it? Yeah, 100%. I don't think that it's, it's like he's not mm. scared. I think it's just he's so willing and dedicated to do what he wants to do that he's willing to die. Yeah. It's like, um, what's his name? Um, Israel Adesanya. Yeah. Do you know the UFC fighter? I don't actually know. I think that's, I think that's his name. Um, but yeah, Izzy, mate, he's like in a fight against someone. I forget which fight it's, um, he's against. And he's just like, he obviously got hit in the face bleeding. He's just like, I'm not afraid to die. What? It's like, not, so it looks at his opponent, it's just like, I'm not afraid to die. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you wouldn't want to... Unhinged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. You know how fucking terrifying that is? So, so yeah, for people to do that kind of shit, it's just crazy. I don't know. What, like, would you ever, like, do anything crazy like that? Would you skydive? Like, I've always wanted to skydive. Always. Yeah. I've, never, I've just never had the opportunity, but I think, like, I don't know where the cheap. Where's the cheapest place to sky? I've all, have you done it before? I haven't. I don't know about I'd the cheapest place, but I feel like I'd like to do it somewhere like New Zealand. Where the views mm. would be crazy. I, I don't want to just do it in the UK above some fucking field. Like to me, that's not like. It's, but like, if, if you did it over some fucking like the sea or the mountains, like some crate, like I'd fucking love that. I'd yeah, just, I'd, I, that's what I'd love to. Do. I'm definitely gonna do that in my lifetime. So like, I do, and I'd love to bungee jump as well. That's the biggest one in South Africa. So how annoying is this, right? So I actually went to that site. It's in Plettenberg Bay, uh, where you do the biggest bungee jump in the world. I can't remember how high it is, but it's fucking high. It's 300 this, something meters. It's bridge. Yeah, it's like something like that. And um, I was quite young. So my brother, my uh, my sister and my dad did it. Unfortunately, the age 
thing was 15 and I was 13. Oh. So I was allowed to do it. And I'm so fucked up. Because like, even when I lived there for three years, I never went back to do it. And that's my biggest regret. Because it looked so fucking fun. But apparently, when you do this bungee jump, it's so high. You jump off and you go. And it's so much gravity on your body that like it really hurts your eyes. Because your eyes almost like bulge out of your sockets from the pressure going up. Um, but yeah, I would love, even still, I'd love to do it. So what? Do you just have to take it, or do they give you? Goggles? No, it, hurt, it hurts. But like you just, have, you just have to. It's just one of the side effects you do because it's so high up. Like it's like all your, all the insides of your body are going down, but then your your actual body's going up. So it's like causes so much no, so much pressure. The, yeah, the, the air pressure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'd love to do something like that because I, I, we went past it as well. We were watching people do it, and I wanted to do it at the time, but I don't know if I'd bungee jump, man. It's too, like, it seems kind of dangerous. Do you see that video of? Um, the bungee jump snapping and the guy breaking like no not that but it was like they were playing a prank on this guy and he was going off he's about to jump off and they grabbed like a loose bit of rope and he jumped off and just literally as as his body was there right and he can't go back up he's about to fall he grabbed this loose bit of rope and they threw it off and he went, no, no 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 so this guy genuinely falls thinking he's plummeting to his death I think that's a that's so so funny. I think that's such a dark fucking prank. It's dark, but that's it's such a funny. dark fucking prank. Who the fuck did that? Nah, that can't be allowed. If I, that happens to me, I, I think that, I imagine like, you'd probably you'd you'd survive that and come out with a new lease of life. Yeah, you really sure. would. Yeah, I don't know, man. Bungee jumping is so. Have you seen the video which is the guy who's just like they're putting him on a chair and he's just like about to, about to drop him off. Yeah. And he's just like, no, 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 let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. He's trying to get them to stop. And they just push him <laughs> That's fucking cruel. That so he's just panicking. No, but skydiving, I think I'd love to do. I am a bit shook of heights, but I do feel like... Are you shook of heights? Yeah, like, but like everyone's a little yeah, bit I think that's a heights. normal fear to have. No, it's in like, okay, if you were on a building and there's like railing up to, up to your neck, and you look over and it's that, I'm like... You're not going to get scared, are you? Not scared, but I do feel something in my stomach. Oh yeah, that's. I think that's kind of normal. Like, yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. normal. Yeah. Or yeah. if like you're walking on like, um, a, like sort of see-through floorboard and you can see down below. That's always a little bit like. I think it's more just like human nature, but it's more like, if you're in a plane, would you be scared? No, no, no. Do you know I mean? Yeah, I think you're fine. Plane is fine. Plane is fine. I think I watched some videos on like, how people feel when they go skydiving, and a lot of people says like said, the hardest thing is getting on the plane. And really? once you're on the plane, you kind of like have the acceptance, like, okay, this is going to happen. And then you just go. And like, I'd love to do it. the free fall is supposed to be the best bit. It's it's that first bit when you've jumped off and you're accelerating down. And then I think you get to the point where if my GCSE physics is correct. Terminal, terminal velocity. Yeah, yes, come on. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I just whip out my GCSE science and it just, it, it, it just it patterns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah you reach terminal velocity and then you're just like, you're basically standing still. But yeah, exactly. Apparently it's that like first bit when you're yeah. off. And your stomach goes into your mouth, as yeah. they say, and you feel that. And then it's literally like the Ooh, best feeling I ever. I need to do it. I need to do it. I'd love to do it. Yeah. I mean, no, nah, me too. And I think I will. I would obviously have like an ins- like have to go with an instructor. Cause would, I you need... do, would you do shark cage diving? <laughs> Sorry. Before you say that. I'm no, just... God. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Stephen Andrew Tate once said, yeah. He's like, oh, people have often said, would you go skydiving? And he's just like, I'm not going to do this impression, but he's just like, and he's just like, no. He's like, the reason why is because they said, oh, when you have to go skydiving, someone has to be strapped strapped onto you. (laughs) He's just like, 
you have to be strapped to someone and he's just like strapped strap on he's like that sounds too much to be honest that's fucking hilarious I've not seen that one he's like no I will ever go shark cage diving yeah 100% bro so um, obviously guys quick mention like this episode has come out a little bit later than usual we're just spacing things out because Obviously, as we know, off to the Philippines. Off to the Philippines. And I mean, is it weird? I'm weirdly excited for you. Nah, no, it's that's I'm so that's nice, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's proper friendship. Is when I you're not feeling wait. envious and jealous. Oh, you're just happy wait. for your yeah. yeah. Please, please, sorry, side note, guys. Please like do some cool shit. Just video everything and just upload everything. Yeah, so I sure. want I want to live it through you. That's for okay. sure. Well, now that you know we are kind of you know getting there with our professional video editing. Oh yeah, gonna make a little clip, but cut, cut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I was gonna say is that I'm hoping to go swimming with whale sharks. No way. Yeah, yeah. I'm really hoping. Hopefully, everything pans out and works out. There, we whale have... sh- are they dangerous? No, they're not. They're so like I... friendly sharks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that, I like that. They're huge. Really. And so hopefully, I'll get some pictures. Maybe a bit different because they're not like dangerous and can kill you. Would that's I ever go sick, swimming though. with Kate? Like cage diving, like proper great whites. And you're in a cage. What in the glass cage? Nah. Or what the proper metal cage? Metal cage. Nah, but like the metal cage is broken before. I do the cl- the glass thing. Um, I today actually I was chatting to a, um, a guy from work, and um, he he went shark cage diving in South Africa, and um, he's really tall. He's like maybe like six foot four, six foot five, awesome. really tall. And um, he went in, was looking at all these sharks. Oh, this is amazing! This is amazing. Anyway, some guy grabbed him on the arm and shook his, shook his shoulder and was like, Nico, Nico, Nico. And they said, your leg's pointing out of the cage. Because he was so tall, his like half, like up to his calf had poked out through the bars of the cage. And there were sharks around who had to quickly like lift his, he just completely forgot yeah, how yeah. tall he was. But dude, imagine that. It'd be fucking Yeah, that'd terrifying. be terrifying. I feel like sharks don't have, don't have very good eyesight, do they? So it's more, they don't look like they've got good eyesight. <laughs> I think it's more like smell. So if they smell like blood, blood yeah, yeah. then they'd come out for you. But... You've got to go in with a little scab on your Yeah, yeah. It's so... like in Finding Nemo when Sid's yeah. like, I'm Bruce, mate. <laughs> no, Is it Bruce? Bruce? Bruce the Bruce. shark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruce the shark. And he's just like, oh, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> good. Because isn't he like quite friendly at first? And then like, he smells a bit of blood. Fish no. eat friends. Not no, f- no way. Fish, fish are friends. Fish are friends. Not, not food. food. <laughs> oh, mate, what? I, I've got to rewatch. Yeah, Finding yeah, Nemo. Trust. What a film. Watch how they try and remake that shit, bro. It'd be live action as well. Oh, I can fucking see they're all they're gonna do it. Uh, These studio yeah. execs, man. No, trust me, mum. Um, um but, so I've got sorry, just before we finish, go on. One more very quick recommendation for you guys. Guys, if you haven't seen it already, please watch the show Beef. Okay. Have you seen it, Sarah? I've heard about it, but tell oh, us dude, about it's it. so fucking good. So just quickly, it's about so it starts off and you've got two storylines. You've got Stephen uh Stephen Yun who plays a contractor. He's sort of down on his luck. Things are going wrong for him. He's having a really shitty day. Um, and he reverses out. And then someone cuts him up in the road. Like someone like pulls out in front of him. And he beeps, right? And he's so angry. And then this person puts, the, the other person in the car puts a middle finger up, right? And then the beef ensues. He chases after him. They have this like, this beef that goes on. And then, then it cuts to, um, I believe it's Ali Wong, who plays um, plays the other character, right? And she is an entrepreneur. She's got this whole business going on. 
and um, she's about she's about to be bought out by um, this big company, and she's got this seemingly pic- picturesque life, right? But under the surface, you can tell she's bubbling, she's angry. So you follow these two storylines of these two characters who are both Asian in America, and they're both just fucking like they they they're keeping it together, but they're fucking fuming, and they end up taking out all their personal stuff on each other. And this beef starts from just a little bit of a road rage incident. <laughs> ro- bless you, Sarah. Thank you. A bit of a road rage incident. And then it just escalates and it escalates. And the two of them end up getting really entwined in each other's lives. Yeah. Um, and it is honestly... I, I'm only seven episodes in. I've got three more left to watch. So I can't give my full thoughts on it. But for, so far from what I've watched, it's fucking incredible. And Ali Wong and Stephen Yun give like incredible performances. Um, and it's just... It's, it's, it's interesting because you're like... It, the premise of it is pretty, pretty fucking stupid, right? A what? A road rage, and then they end up having beef with each other and trying to ruin each other's lives. On the, the service level, it's a shit premise, and it's like whatever. But what it actually is is like a proper character study of these two people, and it's about like the Asian experience in America, and it's just it's a really interesting show with really good characters. And you'll have some characters where they get introduced, like um, for example, Stephen Yun's the brother's character. He gets introduced, and he's a sort of like mopey. He's about 19 years old. He's a bit of a mopey teenager. And you're like, oh, he's, he's, he's a two-dimensional character, right? A few episodes in, you fully get him. You fully understand. And the reason he behaves like this is because of this. Mm. And like, it, mate, it's, it's a really, honestly, Sav, watch it. And also the best part, 35-minute episodes. Oh, perfect. I, I love, love that. that. I love, not, enough, not enough TV shows are 35 minutes. Like, I love a quick, you can watch oh, three of them too. and you've not lost like all your, all like half your day. Like you just quickly, quickly blaze through them. I agree. It's, a, it's, it's honestly, I think that the future of TV is in shorter form content. It's I agree. so good. It's so much nicer to just, you don't feel as guilty when you binge short episodes. Yeah. Dude, you know, when you like, you know, you like watch, a, watch another episode or something. It's like an hour and 10 or like 57 minutes. And you're just like, oh, you've lost another hour, especially at night. No, yeah, right. and you've got like, you've only got like a couple of hours in the evening. But, like this show, you can blitz three, hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. trust man, it's, it's great. Eleven forty-five, and I'm want to watch another episode or something. I'm like oh, it's another hour, but I've got to watch it. I've got to watch one yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. That takes me to twelve forty-five. Forty-five minutes later, uh, sorry, forty-five minutes past the time I'd like to go to bed. Yeah, yeah. Fifteen minutes, you don't mind so much. You yeah, know what I mean? You're like, yeah. Oh, okay. Fifteen minutes. Give it a go. Do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the production company of this show is uh, A24. Okay. So A24 have made everything ever all at once. They made Midsummer. They've made Euphoria. Um, they've made like all these like really like cool, interesting films, and they're on a roll at the moment. Do you know what I mean obviously everything everywhere won like all the fucking Oscars this year, and now they've come out with Beef. And um, yeah, they're just ma- they're, they're like killing it at the moment, just mm. for making like really interesting, interesting, well made. TV shows and films. Mm. It's great. Okay, cool. I'll check it out. But yeah. yeah. Um, on that note, guys, thank you for a lovely, lovely episode. I I, I enjoyed that one actually. Yeah, yeah, good, some really fun. we covered less but spoke way deeper about stuff. And you know, that's what this show's all about, getting longer than life. But um but yeah. Guys, um it's been great. Um as always, you can um you know listen to us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. If you like the episode, please, you know, give us five stars. Give us a review. Really helps the channel. If you're if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, like the video, comment, all of that really helps the channel. We really appreciate it. Uh, and if you want to watch us on short form content, you can find us on Instagram. You can find us on TikTok at larger than life underscore LTL. 
um, for all the short form content there. Guys, it's been real. We'll see you on the next one. Thanks very much, guys. Blood and damage, go away.